Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Spear Sports Report, part of the Daily Aztec Podcast Network. I'm senior staff writer Brevin Honda and on this week's episode, this is part one of a two-part special where we're talking to our graduating seniors. I'm going to answer questions as well as we look back on some of our favorite memories from our times, not only here at the Daily Aztec, but our times as students here at San Diego State. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our lineup of four today. So first off, we have sports editor Kyle Betts. How are you doing, Kyle? Doing well. How are you doing? Doing great. Um, second, we have photo editor Alexa Ozlowski. How are you doing, Alexa? I'm good. You know, for those of you that haven't keeping track, Alexa's been taking a lot of our sports photos um, over the last couple of years. We have a third editor joining us today. It's arts and culture editor Devin Watley. How are you doing, Devin? I'm doing great, Brevin. How are you? Doing good. All right. And to round out our group, we have senior staff writer Reese Savoy. How are you doing, Reese? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. So over the last four years, we've made we've seen so many memories come from, you know, we've seen lights out games to can even call it power outages to even coaches earning milestone wins. And our sports writers here at the Daily Aztec, we've seen conference championships, block games, and even record-breaking moments. And so we're asking our writers to look back and reminisce from the past four years in the Scarlet and Black and this latest edition of a Writer's Roundtable. So our first question, you know, we're going to think really broadly for this first one. And what's a favorite game that you have or favorite moment that you've seen or covered? We'll go ahead and we'll start with Devin on this one. Yeah, for me, I would say, um, for me, just the favorite moment that I've gotten to see was the Mountain West uh, Tournament Final back in 2020 um, between San Diego State and Utah State. Obviously, a loss is not what you want to say is your favorite moment if you're, you know, an Aztec fan. But um, for me, I just remember that moment because it was like the last game before COVID hit and um, sort of put a pause on sports and, and also just the the fact that it was just such a good game, too. I mean, you had Malachi Flynn, Sam Merrill. Kata, all all these big name stars matching up against each other, and I just think it was it was a phenomenal game. Outside of the loss, it was just a very very high quality college basketball game. Mm-hmm. Reese, um, so my favorite game to cover it was actually pretty recently. Um, it was SUSU baseball against New Mexico, and it was their doubleheader, and they had two walk off wins in a row absolutely insane um that was so much fun to be there we actually got it on camera both of the walk-offs which was crazy that was completely accidental we were like hey, let's just get some b-roll today uh just so happened that we got both the walk-offs so that was wild um it was cool the team stormed the field so that was also the first series where fans not fans but the i mean you could call them fans but it was the parents and friends and family of the players um, just disclaimers, games are still not open to the public. Just want to clear that up. But anyways, um, people were there. It was awesome. It was so exciting. The energy in Tony Gwen was unmatched and I just felt really lucky to be able to be there in those moments. So that was awesome. Alexa. Um, I'm going to say mine is the same season. So the 2020 season, um, just before Devin's game, when they clinched the conference championship 
at VA house. I was on the floor covering that with our senior last year, Kareem, who graduated. And that was just a crazy experience. Like when they knew they had the game, which then meant they knew they had the conference title, was just, um, I can't even explain it. And then everyone storming the court and just hundreds of people on that basketball court, everyone going up on the ladder and cutting down the net. And then finally, uh, Dutcher holding it up to the whole audience is just, I take, took it for granted then, but looking back on it, it's got to be one of my favorite games I've ever been at. Mm-hmm. All right, we've seen court stormings, we've seen walk-off wins, and to round out this first question, we we have Kyle. Kyle, favorite mem- favorite memorable favorite or memorable moment that you have? I'm gonna piggyback off Alexa. That's single-handedly my favorite game that I think I've ever covered. I mean, it was just an incredible experience being there. The energy. In the arena was unmatched, especially considering, you know, it's it was right before the pandemic hit, so it was one of the last moments where we were in Viejas to be able to experience a moment like that. And not only the storm court, the court storming and the uh, cutting down of the nets, but just the game itself. I mean, it was the Aztecs just really had a great team that year, and it was an honor and a privilege being able to um, cover it and watch it on a daily basis. I mean, that team made waves. It's, it's unfortunate we weren't able to see how they did um, going into the NCAA tournament, but um, at least we have that moment, and uh, that's something I'm going to cherish. For me, I'm going to have to go with, you know, you guys have talked about men's basketball. I'm going to have to go with women's basketball on this one. And It was a game uh, last year in January. Um, it was against New Mexico, and, I, you know, that was – an 11 a.m. game because it was field trip day, so they had all the kids come in, and you know there was just something about that game playing New Mexico, a team that women's basketball defeated in the previous conference tournament in 2019, and you see that Aztec team with Sofia Ramos and to put up 32 points and to hit 16 of 16 at the free throw line. It's something that you're never going to see. You know that you're really hardly ever going to see and uh, for them to win that game 75-74 and for Sophia to her final two free throws to be the difference in the ball game is just something that stands out as a favorite moment all right we head to our next question now it's what is the craziest moment that you have and for this one we are going to start off with Reese the craziest moment I have Yep. Okay, like covering a game or just at SDSU in general? Uh, either or. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, wow. The craziest moment I have. That's a really hard question because there's been so many. Can it be a game that I was in attendance? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with the Kawhi Jersey retirement night. Um, that was absolutely insane. Um, when I say, you know, nothing like crazy crazy happened that night but just all of the emotions that went into it it was incredible being there it was so overwhelming and I just remember looking around at that fully packed arena and thinking about how I knew in that moment that I was going to remember that forever and that was one of those things where it was kind of I missed it even though it was happening because I knew it was just so special and so memorable you know it was a whiteout there were so many people there um the Clippers were there Kawhi was there it was insane um and then just the process of getting tickets. I remember my friends and I skipping class and being out in the union, desperately trying to log onto the portal to get tickets. It was insane. 
Um, we had to get tickets for my friend who was in her lab too. So not only were we trying to get tickets, but we were trying to get tickets for other people. And we didn't think it was going to work. And all of us happened to work at the same restaurant. So we all had to try to figure out how to get time off. And so um, I didn't even end up getting my shift covered. So I was like sprinting from Islands to SDSU afterwards, um, trying to get there in time because we wanted to get there early because we knew there was going to be a line. And so just everything that went into that day was absolutely insane. But I wouldn't have traded it for the world. I'm so happy it played out how it did. Um, and it was crazy, but in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Up next is Devin. Devin, what's a craziest memory that you've had? Yeah, for me, I would say my first women's lacrosse game that I covered um, last year was probably one of the craziest ones because it was their home opener and it was against Arizona State. And I go in there and I had no idea how lacrosse worked. Um, I just remember being so confused about everything. But um, I remember it was like a very high scoring game. game. They started, they were down like 3 nothing to start. They tied it 6-6. Six to six. There were like at least four ties, four lead changes in the game. And um, I remember they were down like 10 to eight at half and like uh, ended up the, the game, they were down like 18 to 16 with about 2.30 left. And SUSU scored three goals within the last two minutes of the game to win. And I just remember that one kind of being just the craziest because it was just so high scoring. And not only that, but just just the fact that it was like my first lacrosse game too. And I think it was kind of like had that um, adrenaline rush just from the fact that the game was so high scoring. And and um and it, the environment and the players and the coaches' reactions to it were just so crazy. So that's what that's what I would say is my probably craziest moment I've experienced as a writer. Mm-hmm. All right, up next is Kyle. Kyle, what's the craziest memory that you've had? Yeah, there's been a lot of good games in these four years at SDSU. Um, I think that you know, kind of reflecting on it, I I could say it was back in 2019 when SDSU upset number six Nevada at home. Um, that was a crazy game as well, another court storming. But I think I'm going to say um, earlier that year, in the school year, um, fall 2018, back when um, San Diego State played Fresno State on the road in Fresno in football, um, we took a road trip up there, and we came back all in one day. It was chaotic to say the very least and we didn't have to you know drive all the way back uh down after the game ended but uh me and Kyle Saunders who's uh who was a staff writer at the time we did it anyways and we were extremely tired and um it was a fun experience covering the game obviously SDSU lost it I think it was 23 to 14 but um just driving up there and coming back all on the same day and cranking out uh, a recap all at the same time um, that was pretty fulfilling, and, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right, and to round it out, this question is Alexa. Alexa, what's the craziest memory that you've had? So I probably have two that are pretty even tie. Um, the first one is photographing the loss that SDSU had last season. So their first loss, it was at home. I think it was against New Mexico, like, because I was shooting right behind the basket and I just saw like the look on the entire team's face. Like Matt Mitchell was standing like three feet in front of me and just like being there and like seeing him that close and seeing the team that close and just like the silence of Viejas, especially from the show. It was just like crazy in the complete opposite sense because it was like we had such a historic season and we were the last team without a loss. And then to have that happen at home and then I was covering it was just, indescribable and then the second one is getting up at three o'clock in the morning to drive to las vegas last year yeah baby (laughs) yep picking everyone up so i drove my car last year and 
I picked up like four girls and we were just driving all around San Diego and then had to get to the game was at like 1130 that morning and we couldn't drive the night before because half of us had class until 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) So we were stuck getting up at 3 a.m. to drive. I've never drank so many yerba mates in my entire life. I'd like everyone changing in the Dunkin' Donuts bathroom before the school up. Oh, yeah, that just, like, everything about that morning seems like a blur, like, driving in the desert, like, trying to time the cars and hotel check-in, right? Like, so many, so many good decisions. Oh, man. Oh, I can only imagine. You know, for me, I think the craziest memory I have, it's something we all witnessed. It was, how many of you remember the power outage uh, that we had in fall 2019 with the bird? I think for me, that was the craziest memory, I think, because who would have thought a bird would have caused a whole power outage to the whole university? And then I remember that that whole day just because I had to race over to a press conference that day. But then later that night, we were, it was me and two other riders a couple weeks before. We had to figure out how we were going to cover a volleyball game and a women's basketball game that were going on at the same time. It was part of the season where volleyball was finishing up their season and women's basketball was just starting just starting their season. And so we kind of had to figure that out. And so, and then we had to also worry about the location change because the power was still out. Um, you know, it had been like six or seven hours since the initial power outage. And that was just, that's probably a crazy memory that I still remember. It's, you know, classes being canceled on top of you know, sporting events being moved. All right, we've reached halftime here. We're going to take a quick break here on this part one of a two-part special of Memories on the Mesa here on the Spear Sports Report, part of the Daily Aztec Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Memories on the Mesa Roundtable here. We're joined with Alexa and Kyle and Reese and Devin. We've talked about some of our craziest memories, some of our favorite moments. We've talked about some walk-offs. We talked about some court stormings. We talked about some power outages. And now in the second half, we're going to talk, you know, some maybe, who knows, tears could could shed, but we're, we've re- <laughs> Uh, we're gonna take a look back we've written a lot of stories Alexis taken a lot of photos and what is a favorite story you've written or in Alexis case what's a favorite photo you've taken and we're gonna start this one off with Kyle wow there's been a lot of really good moments um a lot of incredible stories that I've been able to um be a part of um, you know, throughout the years of covering football and, and men's basketball, I think that, um, going, going in to, um, really just the experience, um, being able to cover just a, a 30 and two team was, was incredible. I think, um, being there for the, um, the Mountain West tournament, being able to write, 
the recap for the final, I think that just re- was really memorable to me um, on that level because, I mean, we all thought that they were going to have a chance to play in the NCAA tournament, and they ended up losing that game, and everyone was like, what is going on? Like, they're going into this NCAA tournament off a loss. Um, so I think that game really stood out to me. Um, I guess in terms of a profile, I would say um, there's there's been a lot of other good ones. Um, that I've been a part of, uh, but I think covering um, Steven Strasburg and Kawhi Leonard when they had their crazy postseasons, I think that was a really cool story to be able to write for the Daily Aztec. I mean, with Steven Strasburg winning the um, World Series MVP and then Kawhi obviously um, Finals MVP, that was that was a pretty special um, time for Aztecs and the pros. All right, next is Alexa. What's a favorite photo you've taken over your time here at the Daily Aztec? It's so hard to pick just one because so many games have just had such incredible, like, moments to capture. But in terms of one that, I guess I have this photo of Matt Mitchell dunking from this year, and it's the exact shot where his wrist is holding the ball and he's, flicking it into the hoop and he's just completely suspended in midair and like everything is like crystal clear like the ball's not in motion like his hand's not it literally just looks like I paused time and was like can you hold right there while I take this picture because <laughs> so many times um like dunk photos are in action and it's kind of hard to get a perfect crystal clear one I have two crystal clear shots of Yanni dunking in the Mountain West tournament last year, and then I have that one of Matt Mitchell. And they're just, like, the look on their faces, you can see even some of the players underneath them, like, just one of my favorites to get a dunk, especially because sometimes you can tell right before it happens that it's happening, and you just feel that, like, energy, and then checking my camera afterwards to see that it was the exact shot that I was, like, waiting for is just so rewarding. All right, we next go to Devin. Devin, what's a favorite story that you've written? Oh, gosh. I mean, I have plenty um, that I, just to come to mind instantly. But I think for me, I'll, I'll name two. I, I would say the first one would be a column that I wrote about Malachi Flynn, um, SDSU men's basketball player. It was a, it, Basically, it was a column getting to know him off the court. And um, for me, I just really love that story because it was one of the most like extensive reporting stories I've ever done. Um, in my time with the DA, I, I spoke with his high school coach. Um, I spoke with assistant coach Dave Velasquez. I think I reached out to plenty of people. I mean, I even tried going out to reaching his reaching out his brother, his dad. Um, just the amount of extensive reporting and the storytelling that I ended up revealing in that piece, I think, is one of the reasons why I really loved it. And then, and then also just getting like the fact that he messaged me after the after the um the story was out saying that his him and his family really enjoyed it um was something that I really um enjoyed because obviously he's a star player you know for SDSU and he's a guy that's very quiet and reserved and um I think it was cool to kind of just shed a shed a shed a light behind who he is you know off the court so that that was one of them and then another one would be the story I wrote about a women's soccer player named Veronica Avalos donating clothes to um children in Tijuana as part of a um, project called Unity for Orphans and she it was just one of my favorites because I really got to know um, what it was like for her as an athlete to just realize that like you know she has 
she she has this sort of important stature with like these uh, these you know orphan children in this other country and like she's been able to get other athletes involved and um just that whole that whole story and just realizing like the the, the personality aspect behind these athletes and what what it means to know them off the field i think was those those would probably be my my two favorite stories all right lastly uh we go to reese here a favorite story that you've written so this one was actually back in 2019 and it was when i first started uh with the daily aztec and i got to cover a foot volley tournament over um in mission beach and that was really cool because I had no idea what foot volley was at the time. I had never heard of it. Um, I remember Aaron pitching it at one of the meetings, asking if anyone would be interested in taking it. And I was like, yeah, like, why not? It sounds cool. Um, and so uh, I was originally supposed to cover it with someone else. And they last minute were like, no, 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 I can't. So I went down there by myself. And it was so much fun being down there. I was there the entire day. And I really got to immerse myself in the Brazilian culture. And that was really amazing because again, that was something I didn't know too much about beforehand, but they're some of the most welcoming people that I have ever met. Um, I got to talk to a number of them. I would just approach random players after the games and kind of talk to them about their background, um, ask them a little bit about the sport. I got to hear some really cool stories about some of their upbringing in Brazil and how cool it was and how special it was to see that sport that's so prevalent in their home country come to the United States, specifically San Diego. And so that was really special. And uh, Daniel, the guy who kind of ran the entire event, he was so kind and like he wouldn't let me leave until they gave me an entire plate of Brazilian food, which was some of the best food I've ever had in my life. And so that was just really amazing. Um, I'll always cherish that day. And so being able to kind of write about that and share their story and allow myself to, well, they allowed me to, you know, they let me into their world. And that was really special. So I, I'll always love that. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, when I think about a favorite story, I'm kind of kind of hop on the same boat as Kyle. When you're able to write a story about a player like Kawhi Leonard or Steven Strasburg, that has so much value, especially in a university where sports has done a lot. And I think about the poll, that first poll that we did in 2019, where we got to rank our top 10 student athletes, where we have players like Kawhi and Donald Pumphrey and Rashad Penny on there that stands out so much. And then you get to see players on that back end of the list, like Ashley Henderson and Bonnie Draxler and Xander Joffley. It, you know, that, that just stands out so much because of what they've been able to do. And that's just all within the, the last 10, 11 years. All right, we are going to link all those stories um, so you can go check those out. This is also going to be a full roundtable story on our website at thedailyastec.com. And before we're done, we have one more question to get to. Um, What is the message that you have to new and younger members of the DA? And we are going to start off with Alexa on this one. Um, I just have to say that... The worst part for me is I transferred to SDSU. So I did my first two years at UC and I moved another 500 miles from home to come to San Diego. I didn't know a single person on this campus. Like um, I came for journalism and I was seeking it out. But the scariest part for me was like messaging at that time Amal, who went to my class and like was the first person I heard talk about the Daily Aztec. And the scariest part was just like, 
taking that first step and walking in. And I think about how much I would have missed out on if I hadn't done that. And I just reminded myself to like be brave essentially, because that's why I was here. The whole reason I'm here with my journalism degree was to make those connections and do that work. And I've spent the last two years as photo editor. I've covered incredible sports games, concerts, events, just like you name it. And I wouldn't have had any of that if I didn't just have like, for lack of a better phrase, that 20 seconds of insane courage Matt Damon always talks about. Um, And so just don't be afraid. Like the Daily Aztec has some of the most incredible people I've met. And these people will be my friends for the rest of my life. And if I had missed out on that opportunity, I just know that college would have felt incomplete, like completely um, missed out on one of the most influential things in my life. So if you're afraid, don't be. All right, Reese, what's the message you have to new and younger members of the DA? Oh, Brevin, this is where you're going to get me. Okay, so kind of going off of what Alexis said, um, I was really so terrified to join the Daily Aztec when I first started. Um, My first two years at SDSU, I had always wanted to be a part of it, but I was so intimidated. I was so afraid. I never reached out because I didn't think that I could do it. I was, you know, I didn't know anything about journalism, did not know anything about sports journalism, I knew that's what I wanted to pursue, but I just felt very unqualified for the DA. And then my junior year came around and I was like, you know what, like, I'm just going to try it. Why not start creating opportunities for myself? So I went to the first meeting and I went home and cried because I was so intimidated and I was like, I do not belong there. Um, Everyone knows what they're doing. I don't. So I had really bad imposter syndrome at first, like so bad. And so I kept going to meetings and I realized I can do this. And the people who are there are some of the most incredible, talented, supportive, motivational people I've ever met. And so you guys encouraged me to keep going. I know like you didn't outwardly say that because I never expressed that to you guys that I was afraid. But just by being there and being the people that you were, um, you guys encouraged me to keep going. And I cannot express to you how incredibly grateful I am for the Daily Aztec. Anyone listening to this who's even thinking about it, do it. You're going to meet some of your best friends. You're going to have some insane memories, um, and you're going to cherish it forever. And I feel so prepared to go into journalism because of the Daily Aztec, and I am the person and the journalist that I am today because of the Daily Aztec. So thank you, Daily Aztec. Thank you, everyone on this call. Thank you, everyone, just for everything. Um, Yeah, I love everything about this. So, yeah, that's my advice. Do it. If you're thinking about it, just do it. You won't regret it. All right, Devin, what's the message you had to new and younger members for the da- of the Daily Aztec? Yeah, my point's kind of similar to Reese and Alexis. I mean, for me, um, I joined the DA my freshman year back in, like, 2019, but I, I remember I, I joined it, but I never did anything. Like, I never went to meetings. I never wrote any stories. Um, I literally just joined it just to, to join, but I never was actually involved in anything. And then um, I remember I went to, like, one of the meetings – um in the first in my sophomore year and I just remember like kind of like what Reese had I was just like oh my gosh like everybody here is like knows what they're doing and like um I just remember being very shy because I like you know you're around new people like you're in college and like it's kind of a a new opportunity that like you kind of you know you're not you have to get get comfortable in it in order to do it and um I would just say to, to not be afraid to take chances um don't be afraid to reach out to people and like be open 
to opportunity because the people that you meet with Daily Aztec, like they're going to be valuable friends. They're going to be valuable people in your network. Like these people are going to be with you for the rest of your life. Um, frankly, I'm nothing without the, the DA. I'm nothing without all of you. Um, and that's just that's just my honest point. Like I'm I'm nothing. Uh, and without if I wasn't involved, I mean, I don't even know where I'd I'd be. I'd be without that. But um, you know, you're gonna foster amazing, amazing friendships, amazing connections with these people that you join. And like, I I know like once my time is done, um, I know that these people always got my back. They're like my second family to me. So um, I would just say for the for the listeners, like just just don't be afraid to take a chance. Um, this is the the DA is 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 life changing in my opinion. The experience that you get from it is worthwhile, and it's gonna it's gonna help you out so much, especially professionally. You're gonna you're just gonna be so prepared when you're in future careers. It, it's just gonna be so easy when you move on. All right, we're gonna end with this question with our longest tenure daily Aztec writer of this group, and Kyle. Kyle, what's a message you have to new and younger writers? Yeah, well, firstly, I want to say the feelings mutual between Devin Reese, Alexa Brevin. You, you already know how I feel. There's nothing I need to say. Um, I feel the same exact way, and, and I've been blessed to be in this position. Um, three things that I would say um, that would stand out to me. I'm going to kind of try and keep this as short as I can. Um, but first, it's be diligent in your work. Um, have a purpose. Everything you do has a lasting impact, um, not only for the people and the players that you cover, um, but also for your own legacy um, and building your own resume and portfolio. Um, that's really something I, I wanted to do um, and try and continue the legacy of um, the Daily Aztec Sports section and um, what we've been able to do over these past four years. And uh, I hope I did a great job in doing that. Um, at the Daily Aztec, I mean, you can do as much or as little as you want. So I, I think the second point I would say is just take advantage of your opportunities, kind of going off what Devin said, taking a chance. Um, what you put in, you get out. Or what you put in, you get out. So, I mean, um, you can do as little or as much as you want, but in the end, you're only benefiting yourself and um, and your work. So I think that's um, important to remember as well. And then um, finally, ask questions if you need help. Um, everyone's um, incredibly nice to the Daily Aztec. I mean, I haven't met a person with a negative attitude in any way. So um, obviously... The editors and everyone on staff is there to help you. So ask questions and then most importantly, enjoy the experience because um, it's 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 important. Um, obviously, embrace the grind, but don't get caught up in it. Um, take it a day at a time and um, enjoy the work that you do because that's what ultimately what matters. And that's what's going to be important for you going into the professional realms of this industry. All right. And to close, you know, when I think back at the last four, three years being part of the Daily Aztec. I think just trying to embrace it all. You know, you're, you never know when you get that final game. You, do, you never know when you're going to be able to cover that final match. And, you know, with every story that you write, I think it's, you know, embrace the story that you possibly can because, yeah, you know, I think you never know where a story is going to go. You know, you might... You know, we always say that one play could really change a story. We've seen that so many times, whether it's through walk-off wins, whether it's through buzzer beaters. And, you know, even when you're so caught up in the moment, you know, I think it's to embrace the moment, but to, but to also kind of expect the unexpected because, you know, you just 
really never know what's going to happen. And so if you can try and do both those things to embrace it, but then to be ready for really what's ever going to happen, that's, you know, that's going to be a key thing. You know, I want to thank Devin and Kyle and Reese and Alexa for joining me here on the Spear Sports Report. Um, do any of you have any final thoughts before we end this part one of a two-part special? Maybe you want to go first? you want me to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, kind of going off what you said, Brevin, I, I think another part of um, that is this pandemic and what we had to go through and uh, the challenges that we faced and embraced. Like you said, like you never know when our last opportunity is going to come before us. So I think um, dealing with the pandemic and trying to shift things from on the field to off the field, more of a human aspect of things. I think that was all important for us to know. And, and I, I hope that our readers and everyone um, watching was able to um, take something away from that. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human. So um, I think that um, just really um, embracing the process and everything that comes along with it, like you said, Brevin, that's really important. And I think for me, I would just say like for the people who are the younger writers and, and others, I would just say that have perseverance. You know, um, you're going to go through so many moments of adversity. I mean, I remember when the pandemic started, we, we were so worried that the Daily Aztec was going to like falter because we were losing ad revenue from not having print papers. And, um, you know, I would just say to have 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 faith, you know, not not only have faith in yourself, have faith in the coworkers and your 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 people around you, because, you know, if you if you lift each other, you know, the paper's going to survive regardless. Um, and your work's going to your work's still going to be great. Um, we saw that with what, what what happened with sports and all the other sections of mid COVID. And, and um, I would just say have have perseverance and also just don't be like uh, Kyle's point earlier where we mentioned asking questions. Just don't be afraid to communicate. You know, you're not an island here. Um, we're always here to help you out and, and all the editors and writers can attest to that. You know, we don't want to have you here on the island. Um, it, it's always a collaborative environment it's a, and it's a family at the end of the day. So um, I would just say make sure to have perseverance and, and just don't be afraid to communicate and reach out. Alexa, Reese, any final thoughts? Yeah, uh, start stocking up on tissues early because when your memories at the Mesa time comes around, you're going to need them. So trust me on that one. But no, you're going to... You know, um, anyone who's involved in the Daily Aztec can attest to this, but you're going to have some of the best years of your life here. Um, Daily Aztec definitely is the defining part of my college experience, and I'm just so grateful for everything that I was given. And you guys are so right. You get out of it what you put into it. So, you know, always work hard. Keep your eyes on the prize. But at the same time, don't get too caught up in the work. Also, remember how much fun you're having along the way. And don't ever lose sight of why you started in the beginning. You know, you, you love what you do. And if anything, the Daily Aztec has just solidified that for me. It never felt like work. It was always fun. So just have a good time. I promise you, you won't regret joining ever. All right, Alexa, you get to close it out. <laughs> no pressure or anything. Um, I would just say that, like, being yourself in the Daily Aztec has been the most rewarding experience. Like, it's really easy to get caught up in, like, someone you think you should be or um, what you think other people want you to either say or act or like be interested in and everyone at the Daily Aztec is just so unique and comes from so many different life experiences and everyone at the end of the day we all connect over our love for journalism and telling stories in whatever form that ends up taking and just just not forget that and to make sure that 
you put friendship into it on top of all the work because I don't know how I would have gotten through the daily aspect if everything was just like transactional and we didn't put in any effort to like become friends like most of the daily aspect staff from the last year will probably get an invite to my wedding so it's like if I hadn't put in like that friendship I would have never had as many memories and enjoyed it as much and had it be as life-changing so there's nothing no bigger loss would have come from like me not being myself so the people here will always welcome you just as you are and whoever that is is perfect and it's totally fine and we'll love you here regardless mm-hmm. well like so from the four of us we say thanks for the wedding invite already but <laughs> but yeah thank you to to photo editor Alexa Ozlowski, sports editor Kyle Betts, we have arts and culture editor Devin Watley, and senior staff writer Reese Savoy for joining me for part one of this two-part roundtable where we talk about some of our memories here on the Mesa. Stay tuned for part two coming up where we talk to a couple of our, four of our other seniors that are graduating. So without further ado, this has been another episode of the Spear Sports Report, part of the Daily Aztec Podcast Network. I'm senior staff writer, Brevin Honda. Thank you.